Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. Westplex 107.1 is the theme song for uh, the radio station here. It's the theme song for BS in the Morning. It's okay not to be okay, right? Yes, <laughs> Is that actually. what we do? Right? Yes. Right? Correct. Right? I don't know what you want me to say after that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just being a... Uh, 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 Bradley? No. Just I being Bradish. No, That's what you no, are. No, 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 no. No, I'm just being a good guy. Good guy. Good guy they always am, right? Never cause anybody any problems. You know, you, you you tease about that, but that's really true. I'm low profile, except when... Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> except when somebody messes with me. Then it's then it's no fun. No, it's not. So, it is Tuesday, June 8th. It is. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. How are you? You know what? I've had better days. It's 614. <laughs> Yeah, and your point. <laughs> what has happened to you since six fourteen? I mean, it's six fourteen in the morning. Yeah, how could you possibly have a bad day already? Well, weird stuff happens. You know, I try to stay positive all the time, but weird stuff happens. You know, I have an. On- Are you saying feces occurs? No, I have an ongoing situation I'm trying to deal with. Let's put it that way, and you know, just one of those things. You know, crazy weird stuff. You know, trying yes, to help. I do know. Trying to help somebody out, which is not working right. So. You know, one of those things. Just one of those things. Man, all sorts of crazy stuff in the news. Did you see this? this uh, President, uh, Vice President Harris is down in Guatemala not getting a really good reception down there. And the president of Guatemala sort of is, is picking on her, picking on her and Joe Biden. He essentially said, though, the whole problem with, you know, that with the all the people from Guatemala, I think his comment yesterday was something like, Joe Biden makes some comment and the coyotes start rounding up kids to take to the border. You know what I mean? Like he's essentially <laughs> saying the day that Joe Biden, uh, I guess it was like his first day in office when he did all the executive orders. The president, according to the president of Guatemala, says that was the problem. It was the signal like, hey, border's open. Come on in. You know, and she's there yesterday going, no, border's not open. And everybody's going, yeah, it's open. You know, crazy stuff. Um, follow up on that terrible situation we talked about it briefly yesterday morning um and give you the update on that the uh, situation where a husband and wife uh you know pair of detectives from san diego police department were killed in a wrong way crash they got hit by a guy doing like they think 110 miles an hour and yesterday i'm listening to another radio station and what are they talking about they're talking about that ever since what you and i've been talking about which you don't you, I think you're finally coming around to my, to my point of view on this. That the highways have just gone crazy since the pandemic. I mean, the other day, I was driving west on 40 from 270, and purposely I was doing 10 over the limit. I know you're going to find that hard to believe. I set the cruise control at 70. Okay. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. There's cars passing me like I'm not even moving. I'm going like, okay, if I'm doing 70, they got to be doing 90 or 100 or more. And then they're getting mad at you because. They have to go around you. Well, no, they don't have to go around me because I'm usually I'm I'm not one of those, you know, I'm not one of those guys that sits sits over in the left lane at 60 miles an hour. You know, I mean, if I if I use the left lane, I'm passing somebody. I'm passing, you know, like there's trucks in the other two lanes, other two lanes, something like that. But I'm I don't hang out in that left lane because I'm not one of those guys that's two and 110. You know, but yet it's crazy. Uh, you know what's going on with with uh, you know, and I'm and to the point where it's like. Is nobody running radar anymore? Think about that. When's the last time you saw a police car sitting up in the interstate running radar somewhere? I can't. Yesterday. Did you really? Where? Um, 364. Maryland Heights, down, down in the valley, down, was that what it were? No, was? no, here. In St. Pe- St. Charles? St. Peter's yes. is up there from, was it St. Peter's? <sighs> St. Peter's is used. I don't think 364 is in St. Peter's at all. Yeah, it is. Goes right through St. Peter's. They're talking about that section along there, uh, St. Charles. It's St. Charles up to, I believe, um, right around Harvester, and then it turns into St. Peter's. You know, it's crazy when you come across the bridge. You know, think about this: when you're going west on 364, when you come across the bridge, 
you're not in the city of St. Charles for about a mile because there's a sign that says city limit St. Charles that's a good mile in the St. Charles County. So that's all unincorporated area down there. When you come across the bridge, it's unincorporated St. Charles County. doesn't turn into St. Charles City till you get to like where the uh, the new bike trail, you know, the Greenway Bridge is. I think that's exactly where the new sign is. And then you go a little bit further down, it turns into St. Peter's. Because St. Peter's is is all the way on 364, pretty much most of the spot from there, where it's not St. Charles anymore, all the way to Cottleville. And then it turns into Cottleville, and then, and then it turns into Darden Prairie, and then ultimately Lake St. Louis. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a good stretch of 364. I see I see the St. Peter's cops all, on there all the time. Matter of fact, when I was uh, driving, I was there last evening, um, and uh, there was a... Um, um, uh, RV that was had just broken down one of the traffic lanes going eastbound, and St. Peter's cop was sitting behind it with his lights on, warning everybody. Well, good for them because I did not know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. 364 was incorporate was part of St. Peter's. Yeah. Because well, all know, I all I know is Cottleville. Hey, remember O'Fallon? Remember when we put this radio station on the air? And who did you talk? I do. You, you talked to one of the people at O'Fallon. Who was that? Remember the lady when you you said there were? Hey, our new transmitters in O'Fallon. She goes, it might not be. Remember, she sent you the map. Is and and if you don't know what we're talking about, it's bizarre. It's like all these all these islands in like you think you're in O'Fallon, you're not. You think you're in St. Peter's, you're not. You think That's you're true. <laughs> there's all these little. You think you're in Darden Prairie, you're not. There's all these little areas that are unincorporated little spots of of uh, St. Charles County, which are not in a municipality. And we know part yes. of the reason for that because when we went to that Salvation Army meeting, there was that one guy from the two there's two aldermen from St. Peter's laughing about that. They're areas of St. Charles County they don't want. Matter of fact, remember he talked. The guy we're laughing about that. There's, we don't want no islands. Well, no, they don't. They don't. They, that mobile home park right there, down from the police station, is not in St. Peter's, and they laughed about that. We don't want it. We don't want that mobile home park. You know what's that? El Dorado Acres, whatever it is. You know. What yes, about? it is. It's not part of St. Peter's. It's unincorporated St. Charles County because they huh. don't. They don't. I want live it. in unincorporated St. Charles County. I know, but you don't live in an island. Are you sure? Well, no. I mean, in other words, you don't live where I used to live was an island. My subdivision I used to live in, the the entire subdivision is unincorporated St. Charles County. All around it is St. Peter's. St. Peter's completely, you know, encircles my old subdivision. I'm telling you, the subdivision. If you, if you, I believe you. I'm just when, trying to think. When you drive into the subdivision, you're in you're in you're in St. Charles County. When you drive out of the subdivision, you're in St. Peter's. And your your subdivision or mine? Mine. Yours is yours is unincorporated. Pretty much yours is unincorporated all the way down to the river. It's like this. Like I said, it's like the deal when you come By across, my van. When you come across three sixty four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's here's Shelly in her house in St. Peter's. <laughs> I want to live in a van down by the river. That's Shelly in her house in St. Peter's. Or no, in, you know, in St. Charles County. I will never forget. <laughs> and the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's almost the anniversary of when I met you. But I remember I had I hardly knew you, and um, you had made the comment on the air that you you were getting ready to get off the air, and you said, "And now I'm going to go out." And you had that that um, Brad Brad will be out in the in the county. But um, he's in his van, if as long as his van will start. And it's rah, 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 rah. <laughs> No, but yeah, you said that. And then um, then you made the comment, I'm, I'm in a van down by the river. Yeah. And I really believed you. And I'm like, so is he by the Washmo River? <laughs> or... St. Charles River. That <laughs> if, if you get if you get a chance to watch that, it's all you can find that that bit on on YouTube. And it's, yes, I know I've seen it. It's, it's hilarious. It's sort of sad because Phil Hartman plays the dad. Phil Hartman was murdered by his wife. You remember that terrible story? She shot yes, him, and then she killed herself. Um, and then um, Chris Farley is is gone. You know he what? I think he overdosed. Is what how he how he died? That's what I heard. Yes, and then and then. David Spade, that video, and that at that time looks like he's like ten years old, 
and Christina Applegate looks like she's 15, you know. And what's funny is if you watch their faces, they are cracking up. They can hardly keep a straight face because Farley There was a beauty about Saturday Night Saturday Night Live. Well, because I don't think they do that anymore. Well, there's a lot of things they don't do anymore. A lot of things they don't do anymore. You know. Like, I don't know, be funny. <laughs> well, you know, you know what's interesting about it is if you go what? back, if you go back in the history of late night television, you know, I mean, when when they did comedy, it was like when they did, you know, presidential jokes, they were funny. Now they're just like, you know, that Trump guy. Hateful. Well, you know, it's to the point where it's like, it's like, you know, if you go into a room and there's 100 people in that room and you go, I love Joe Biden and I hate Donald Trump, half the people in that room are mad at you, you know? And if you do, if you walk into that room and you say, I hate... I love Donald Trump and I hate Joe Biden. The other half of the room is mad at you. So why would you do that? Why would you want to tick off half your audience? Why would you want to do politics? I don't quite understand that. You know, we do that all the time. Well, no, no, but 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 once again, it's to the point where where they're they're taking one side. I go both sides. I make fun of Trump. You know, I've told you know once again. I told the story. You know, like for example, you know his great website that he you know that they put up like a month and a half ago. It's gone. They took it down already. Did they take it down or was no, it scrubbed? No, 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 he took it down. It's like it's like, okay, what was that all about? You put up a website and it's and it's it's called was it from the desk of Donald J. Trump or whatever the heck it was. It was and it was really sort of a boring website. They put it up, you know, and it was like had a bunch of pictures and stuff like that. And it wasn't even up a month and it's gone. It's like, okay, how stupid was that? You know, and not only that, to the point where and I will say this, you know, let's do this next break. Because I'm getting behind. Remember, with the new software, I can't. I can't get behind. Um, this, I know it's like smart. This, it's like Smartcaster. This crazy weird thing with, um, and we will talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Okay. What the crazy weird thing? No, the crazy weird thing about all these crazy stuff that's going on with with politics and stuff like that. Oh, and supposedly I got to find this story. You know, we talked about Ellie Kemper, who's getting all the grief about. About you know the actress who's getting all the grief because she was the 1999 Veiled Prophet Queen. Yes, yes, yes. Have you heard the latest on that? No. The mayor of Kansas City is making fun of St. Louis on his Twitter on his Twitter account because we had the Veiled Prophet. He's saying things like we don't we don't do kind of weird stuff like that in Kansas City. You know, <laughs> I doubt that that's the case. Well, no, but that's what he's doing. Everybody was doing weird stuff back in the '90s and the '80s. Well, they didn't. What he's saying was they didn't have a, a guy who looks like a KKK man, you know, and a woman who's a queen of beauty and stuff like that. I'm going like, okay, what the queen of what is this? She's the queen of love and beauty. I mean, think about that for a minute. If like you you traveled in that crowd, you went to Clayton High School, right? I you, did. You probably yes. had. You probably had. Girlfriends of yours, friends, that you, girls that you went to school with, who their parents were in the were in the Veiled Prophet organization, right? Yes. Okay. Didn't you think it was stupid at the time, or did you think like, oh my God, I wish I could be the Veiled Prophet Queen? Well, everybody wants to be a princess. Well, no, this now this is not a princess. This is a queen. You know, you're 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 at the top rung. You're not a princess. Princess is like a couple levels down, or maybe one level down. And there's multiple princesses, just like you know, like in England, there's a gazillion princes and princesses, but there's only one queen and one king. Well, now they don't have a king anymore because well, they don't have a king because I was going to say because he died. No, he wasn't. He wasn't the king. He was. They have a queen. They only have one at a time. They don't have a king and a queen. They have a queen, and if the guy a dude takes over. What are they going to do if, like, a guy, some you know, somebody who takes over from Queen Elizabeth II, uh, like, like Caitlyn Jenner? What are they going to do? Think about do that think for that a minute. You think that you're going to let that happen? Think about that for a minute. King and queen. Talk about, talk about, uh, you know, sexually. All in one package. <laughs> sexually uh, uh, descriptive terms. If you're a king, you're a dude. If you're a queen, you're a woman, right? You can't have that. You can't. You know, we're, we can't have he or and her anymore. Anyway, it's six twenty-seven. Yes, it is. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She is Brad. You like that song? Are you there, Shelly? I am. I'm sorry. I turned down my pot so oh my God. I don't sit there and make noise. Do, the, and then sometimes I forget to turn it up. Do the police know that you've turned down your pot? <laughs> is that legal now? Unfortunately, that's going to be the funny that's going to be the new 
normal. Okay, I have a question for you, and I don't think you can answer this, and I'd just be curious to see if someone does have an answer. Does anybody go to the medical marijuana dispensary places? I mean, I've been by a couple of them, and, like, they got signs out, you know, now open, come on in, and there's nobody in the parking lot. You know, what's the deal on that? Aren't that that many medical marijuana cards? There's a there's that you know place that advertises on the radio. I've heard them in a while. They don't advertise in our station, but I've heard other stations where you call them up and they'll get you your card. You just call up and you talk to like a doctor. Sort of like that same goofy thing where they had the deal where you could do the same thing with like a. I don't think I think those companies got pushed out of business because the same thing like with airline. You call up a number and they would give you a medical uh, certificate that you could you needed a a support animal to fly with you because. The FAA changed the rules on that. You can't get away with that anymore. It has, huh. to, it has to be a certified. Um, and, you know, once again, how do they know? You know, we talked about this yesterday. There was more controversy about this uh, that I heard over the weekend. I heard yesterday afternoon after I got off the air about the medical, uh, the card you have, like, for your, your uh, you know, coronavirus vaccine. Okay. Well, you know, once again, the idea being is, you know, we talked about there's people that are forging those now, and they talk... You know, anything good or has the propensity to be good, somebody will take it and make it wrong. Well, wait wait to hear this. There's a new wrinkle to the coronavirus thing. There are people who now have been vaccinated three, four, five, and six times because you know why? Why? They're taking advantage of the freebies. You know, like there's these, hey, come in and, and to get vaccinated together, you know, to get, you know, re- re- let me think what Ohio's running a lottery that if you get vaccinated, you're, you're in the lottery, you can win like a million dollars and other places are doing like, if you come in and get vaccinated, you'll be, you know, we'll have a drawing for it. So people are going like, okay, I'm going to sign up for that. So they just go and get vaccinated because I heard a doctor on another station. Can talk. that be safe? Well, that was the question. The question, <laughs> the, they had a doctor. They've got this on 97.1. They've got this doctor on Monday. I need to call this guy, see if I can come on our station. This guy's good. Every Monday they have him on and they have him on for like 20 minutes and they ask him all these coronavirus questions. And I'm telling you, it's fascinating because there's not a question that he doesn't answer. I mean, this guy is like right up top of his head. He's not, he's not like a Dr. Fauci. Well, yeah, well, last week you shouldn't wear a mask. This week you should wear a mask. And a week from tomorrow you should, you should wear your underwear over your head and everything will be fine. You know, I'm mean, like, okay, Dr. Fauci, thanks so much. But that was one of the questions. The question was, does it hurt you to get vaccinated if you do like the Pfizer or the Moderna? Is it hurt you to get more than two vaccines? And on the Johnson & Johnson, does it hurt you if you get more than one? And he talked about this. There are people that are going and getting like three, four, five, six shots because when they, you know, now that they're like, hey, come on in and, and if you get vaccinated today, we'll give you, you know, a new car, you know, or tickets to the Cardinals game or something like that. So people are just going and going like, hey, what the heck? I've already been vaccinated a couple times. One more can't hurt. So they're going and getting like a third or fourth or fifth because they're getting the freebies. Well, no, yeah. like It's funny. You just mentioned that. That's the exact thing I thought to myself. We have a term for that in the radio business that's called a prize pig. The prize pigs are the one that like earn, you know, win most of the contests. That's why most of the radio stations aren't doing that many contests anymore because of the fact that it was like only a few people would ever win because it's not that they're fixed. It's like these people that all they do is play the contests. Yeah, that they're professional contest players. There was a there was a a book that a lady wrote years ago, and I can't remember the name of it. I think it was in twenty five words or less. Remember, they used to be you know, tell us what you think about our product in twenty five words or less. Remember that was always yes, there. yes. And you could and uh, let me see in and it was fascinating because she told the story of her mother. She grew up with well, her mother was one of these professional. Let me see if I twenty five words or less book let me look that up yeah here it is um life no 25 lines of west how to learn there here's here's one here's one on amazon 25 words less how to write like a pro to find that special someone 25 words less can say this book about um i can't find anyway she she talked about the fact that her mother was a professional contester and this is going back like in the you know 60s and 70s and they won yeah. all these contests she just was like in every single we had i don't know if i told you the story i'll give you the guy's name um wayne brighthopped you've heard me talk about him before right 
Yes. Wayne Breithaupt is this guy that all he does is just enter contests. And uh, to the point where he would show up with like a bag of pre-filled out entries. Like let's say somebody was having a promotion and they're giving a giveaway. Like we did a live remote broadcast. I saw him do this once. He shows up with a box of entries that he like sat at home and, and did. One time we did a remote broadcast for back in the day it was Charter Cable. Now it's Spectrum. And they were rolling out some new channels and things like that. We did a promotion with them. This guy showed up with a box that probably had 400 entries in it. And they gave away, they were, you know, and they, then, you know, they did a drawing and he won a TV set back in the day, a VCR and something else. And they only had four prizes. So of the four prizes, he won three of them because he, you know, he filled the entry bowl with, with all his entries. And one of the times we did this at a remote broadcast that the lady who owned the place we're at, I won't mention because it's out of business. I don't want to make fun of her because they went out of business. She saw him, and she got mad, and she went over there, and she went through the bowl and took all his entries out because he's done this all the time. Matter of fact, one of them. So he had a reputation. Uh, I went to, I went to, once again, the name of the auto parts store shall remain nameless. I went to the auto parts store, and I one time they had, they had, they were given something away, and they had the, the entry, the thing where you put the entry behind the counter. And I said, I said, I said, why don't you have the, the thing out here where you can put your entries in? He says, because there's one guy that comes in here all the time. And I go, Wayne? And they go, yeah, that's exactly who it is. And they said that what he also does, he comes in if, like, if they have like the blanks on the counter, like, you know, like, like it was a, a, a vendor, you know, deal. If you were like, if you want to win brake pads for life or something like that, they'd have like a little pad of all the little entry blanks on the counter and you'd just rip one off. He would come in and take all the blanks. He would take like the, the entire thing. And go home and fill them out and send them in. That's all he did. He just seems to me like that's illegal because most places have their blanks. They're they're stamped with their information. Yeah, I know, but what's so he it? couldn't be ma- making one for, you know, putting in an entry for no, they were century. They were all for him. He would just fill out the entries. In other words, like once again, that it, he he not like if 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 there's a hundred people that entered in a contest and you're one of a hundred, your odds are one in a hundred that you're going to win that prize. But if there are a hundred entries and two and ninety five of them are his, he's got pretty damn good ads odds that he's going to win. So in other words, that's what I he's know, doing. But how does he know what kind of um, entry slip they're going to have? Because he takes them from the store. He takes, so he goes in, takes them from the store, takes leaves, all of them, fills them out, and comes back. Mails them in. These were this was a mail-in contest. You would go to the store. Oh, okay. You would go to the store. You'd go to the store. You'd 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 like you'd you know you'd rip you know you I don't you see, don't see them that much anymore. The little you know little pad of entry blanks, and you right, pull right. one off the top, and you'd fill it out, and you'd you know either put it in the basket if it was there, or you'd go home and you'd mail it, and he he would just take the whole bl- the whole thing of blanks. That's what he was doing with, with the the uh, with the contest because uh, people the the local newspaper would give like these little you know they had their name on the, the top of it and he would give those things out to people. Hey, if you're going to have a contest, use our entry blanks because each entry blank had the name of the newspaper on. So what he'd do is he'd go to he'd go to places that were doing this and he'd grab all the blank the blank you know like the stack of the blanks and then he'd go home and fill them out and he'd come back because then he had the official he had the official entry form which was on this little goofy thing that was printed by the newspaper. So he'd always win. Well, not always, but most of the time he'd win. And go like, okay. And then you know what he'd do? No. He would call me up and try to sell me the stuff that he won. <laughs> he, would, he would show up. Like he would, win, he would win tickets to like Rams game when the Rams were in St. Louis. He'd rim Blues tickets. And, he, and he'd show up at the radio station and he'd try to sell me the tickets. Oh, and, I, and I would say to him, I go, Wayne, I can't, you can't sell these. They're marked comp. He says, they're my tickets. I can do with one, you know, because, you know, we, when we get tickets, like when we used to get tickets, we don't get tickets anymore. But when we got tickets like that, they were marked comp and they had zero price on it, which means you're not, allowed, you're not allowed to resell them. And he didn't care. You know, he said, you know, I don't care. I got the ticket. What are they going to do? Arrest me? No, they're not going to arrest me. So he'd show up at the radio station trying to sell me stuff that he won. I'm going like, man, I don't know about this. To me, it just seemed, I mean, you know, I mean, it's a good life, I guess, if that's all you want to do. He was a retired guy. Another reason not to retire. That's what, that's what happens when you retire. You do weird stuff like that. 
You know what? what? I agree with you. <laughs> it's 647. Westplex 107.1. <laughs> and there oh. is Wilhelm. <laughs> Hold on. What what would you say? <laughs> and there is Wilhelm. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I found it. I found the book. It's called uh, the name that's of the good? the name of the book. Yeah, we're talking about the lady, twenty five words or less. It's yes. The, the I name know. of the book is called "The Prize Winner of Defiance, Ohio: How My Mother Raised Ten Kids in Twenty Five Words or Less," and is written by uh, her name is the lady's name was uh, the daughter's name is Terry Ryan. Her mother's name is trying to find her name here, and it was it was two thousand and two, and I forgot about this. There was a movie they made about this. Her name was um, Evelyn Ryan. Uh, according to this, it ta- here's here's a description of the book. It says, The prize winner of Defiance, Ohio, introduces Evelyn Ryan, an enterprising woman who kept poverty at bay with wit, poetry, and perfect prose during the contest era of the 1950s and 1960s. Evelyn's winning ways defied the church, her alcoholic husband, and antiquated views of housewives. To her flouting, convention was a small price to pay when it came to raising her six sons and four daughters. She had ten kids. Graced with a rare appreciation of life's inherent hilarity, Evelyn turned every financial challenge into an opportunity for fun and profit. The story of this irrepressible woman whose clever entries are worthy of Irma Baumbeck, Dorothy Parker, and Ogden Nash is told by her daughter Terry with an infectious joy that shows how a winning spirit will always triumph over poverty. And they were pro- poor, and she would enter into all these contests, and she win this contest. Some of them have money, some have prizes, and she won the prize. She'd turn around and sell the prizes for cash. Well, what, why didn't she keep any of them? Well, if you need money, you know, I mean, think about it. Like, if you, you know, if you go to the gas station, if you go to QT and you go, hey, I got tickets to the Rams games, you know, or when we had Rams. If I got tickets to the Cardinals game <laughs> tomorrow, you know, uh, will you give me 10 gallons of gas? They go, so, no, no, sorry, you need to pay, you know, if it's 250 gallon, you need to pay $25 for 10 gallons of gas. But if you have the tickets and you sell them to somebody and then you go to the quick, quick trip with $25 in cash, you can get gas. That's why she sold the stuff. The cash converted. Okay. I know it sounds crazy. It does. A little cray-cray. But that's okay. <laughs> a little cray-cray. That's what Shelly says. A little cray-cray. A little cray-cray. Okay. So anyway, the book's available on Amazon Books if you want to look at it. And I'm not making that up. Matter of fact, it's... Um, it's um, sure. And you, know, and you know it's a good book. It's got 402 reviews and it's got like a 4.6 rating. Um, 18, 1854. It's available in paperback. Matter of fact, they've got it. You can get it on Kindle for fourteen ninety nine. Audiobook is free with a membership trial. Library binding is $25.75. And I remember hearing, hearing the lady uh, do the interviews. And it was fascinating because she talked about how her mother, this is all her mother did all day long. She just entered contests. Yeah, but she was there for her kids, wasn't she? Right, that was the point. The fact that fact that, and I remember her telling the story about how her father was an alcoholic, and he would lose his job or get fired, and he would be at home, you know, drunk at home, and she would be, you know, she wouldn't ever let anything get her down. She was always okay. We got to enter into some more contests. I'm thinking to myself, God, where are people like that at nowadays? You know what? You don't have to worry about that. They're nowadays. on unemployment. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to say, they don't have to worry about that anymore because you make $900 a week on unemployment. So who cares? Yeah, that stopped, though, didn't it? Uh, They're keeping the state, but they got rid of the feds. I can't remember if the it was feds. this past weekend or next weekend. It's like 25 or 26 states. What's interesting, all the Republican states with Republican governors stopped it, like our, our governor, Governor Parson, stopped it. And all the Democratic ones keep going. You know, it's like, okay, if you... and. I heard, I heard, you know, after we got off the air yesterday, I was driving around listening to a show, and they're talking about there are people who are never going back to work. Never. Never going back to work. They're just done. Because they're prize pigs? And, and I had a discussion with somebody yesterday about the 99 weeks of unemployment. Do you remember this story? No. Back in 2008, 2009, 2010, they put the cap on unemployment at 99 weeks. You could be on unemployment for 99 weeks, and the people... Who were who were who did it were called 99ers, and essentially there was like a whole a whole organization that they belonged to. There was like you know back in the day that was you know the internet was around back then you know and there were there were groups that they met online and they were the 99ers because they literally and some of them complained when they hit 99 weeks. What am I going to do now? I don't have any unemployment. I've done my 99 weeks. I mean, 
think about it. A, we, um, a year is 52, uh, 52 weeks. So if you if you were on unemployment for 99 weeks, you were like a month short of two years. You were, you know, you were 23 months on unemployment. And I bet their mamas were proud. <laughs> Sometimes, every once in a while, I'll wake up and think to myself, why am I doing this? I could just be on unemployment. I could just, you know, not have any problems, not have any worries. Just unemployment, you know. There's always a new set of problems. Yeah. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning, 7.05 on a Tuesday morning. So happy it's Tuesday. Let me think. What is that? S-H-I. Oh, I can't do that, can I? Uh, anyways. <laughs> funny man. <laughs> so Funny looking man. So, so happy it's Tuesday. That's what it is. It's so happy it's Tuesday. Um, and it is. Uh, can I? Here's a dumb question for you. Okay. Okay. Are you specifically and in general? Are you following baseball like you used to? I never did follow baseball. So you don't really care what's going on with the Cardinals right now? Not too much, huh? Really? You sort of like care, could care less? Yes. Are you sad that the Blues season is over? They're not in the playoffs? I do like the Blues, yes. But do you ever go to any Blues games? When's the last time you've been to a Blues game? When Tiffany sang the national anthem. Which was how many years ago? Probably three. Really? Yes. So how's she doing? She still like being a nurse? She loves being a nurse, and she got her second Daisy Award. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. She got the Daisy Award. Yes, she did. You know what they say? Nurses are popping up like daisies. No. (laughs) They're not saying that? Okay. I was taking a drink, which I know I'm not supposed to do. Yeah. And it almost came out my nose. Oh, when I said nurses. Thanks, by Brad. Okay, never mind. Okay, do you know how there's a term for this, and I can't remember the name of it, but like uh, it's called articular retention or something like that, that like you don't notice a certain model car until you own one. Yes. You know what I mean? In other words. It, or you and, know someone that owns one. Right, and you don't, you don't realize how many yellow cars there are on the road until you have a yellow car. You go, oh, there's a yellow car. There's another yellow car. Okay, Um this is one of these things where I didn't even realize this is a thing until I had a conversation with somebody last week. We've got to have a new advertiser come on one of our stations. Not It might be on Westplex, but for sure in KSOQ. And he's a farmer. And I'm not going to give away what he farms, but he's a farmer. And I said something to him about, you know, hey, is the, you know, because uh, he was asking me, what's the radio business like? You know, is, you know, like, what's, you know, what's it, you know, is it changed for the years? And I was sort of giving him, like, explanation of, you know, what competition is. Our competition's now Google and Facebook, not necessarily other radio stations. And he made the comment about the biggest competitors now in the farming industry are not farmers. And I go, what do you mean? He says, well, slowly but surely, all the land, all the farmland is being bought up by non-farmers. I go, what? He goes, yeah. He says, as the older farmers, and he says, this is getting to be a real problem. As the farmers get older and their kids don't want to be a farmer anymore because they don't want to work seven days a week, especially like, like a dairy farm or something like that. They're selling the property off. They just sell it off. And rich people are buying the farmland and then putting houses on it. Oh no, 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 no. They're renting it to other farmers. And he says, what's happened is that if like you're a farmer and you want to make more money, how do you make more money? You farm more property. So if you don't own more property, what you do, you rent property. So, this is the big deal. People, rich people are buying farmland and then they're renting it to farmers. So yesterday I'm listening to a show and they're talking about farmland and they gave this statistic, which I'm thinking to myself, and I mentioned it to the smartest woman in the world last night and she didn't believe me. And I looked it up last night and it's a true fact. Do you know who, there is one person in the United States that owns more farmland than any other person in the country. And he's not a farmer and you know exactly who the guy is. And if I gave you a hundred guesses, you would never guess this guy's name. He owns more farmland than any person in the United States. He owns, I think, hundreds of thousands of acres, could be into the millions of acres. Guess who the guy is? I don't know. I'll give you initials. B-G. Got a guess? I'm thinking you know, B-G. You, you, know, you know who he is because he's been in the news. He's always in the news, but he's been in the news a lot lately because he's having some marital issues. Yeah, I got nothing. I'm sorry. First name is Bill. 
Think about it. Think about Bill Gates. Yes, Bill Gates is the number one owner of farm property in the country. He owns more farm property than anybody, anybody. And the state that has the most percentage of their land owned by non-farmers, it's our next door neighbor, Illinois. Illinois has over 50% of the land in of the farmland in Illinois is not owned by farmers. It's owned by companies or individuals and they rent the land. And the reason they were talking about this is that they were saying that what's happened is, and you know, I remember this from like grade school science, you know, they talk about crop rotation, you know what crop rotation is. I do. And, and they talk about that, that so many years out of, out of whatever, you're supposed to let your field just essentially like what they call a cover field. You're supposed to just let it like grow up in grass or something like that. Which, in other words, if you're using every single year, if you're using, you know, if you're planting corn, you're going to pull off the, the nutrients out of the ground and you need to, you know, put those nutrients back in. And like one year or two years, you don't plant a crop, you just plant a cover crop, which essentially is not a harvestable crop. It's like, you know, like grass or something like that. And they said the problem is, and this is what they were talking about, is that the farmland is being degraded because as more and more people buy farm property for an investment, they don't want to let it just sit there with a cover crop. They want to have a cash crop every year because a lot of the farm, a lot of the rental deals, you pay a rental fee plus then you get a commission per acre on what the guy farms makes. So in other words, if you plant corn and, you know, whatever the deal is, and you say, okay, I want 20, are you gonna, I'm going to charge you $100 an acre to rent this property. And then I want you to pay me 25% per acre of what you make. So if the guy makes, you know, $200 an acre, you owe him 50 bucks, $50 an acre. So they said because of that, that the the property is always in crops and that's not good. And they talked about how it's eroding the, the soil and the whole bit. And I, when I go back to the thing, I'm going like, Bill Gates is the number one. I mean, can you imagine Bill Gates in like, you know, bib overalls out there in a tractor? Hey, I'm going to go farm my property. Hey, honey, I'm going to go and, and plow the back 40 tonight. Yeah, then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna, then we're gonna go and uh, fly our private jet somewhere, right? Do you want to come and do it with me on the John Deere? <laughs> I think there's a country song, Bill Gates on his, you know what was that that the big green tractor? Was that that Jason Aldean John song? Deere Green? <laughs> no, there's uh, the John Deere Green and there's big green tractor. Isn't green big big green tractor? I don't know that one. Well, it's like it's the the line. I love country music. He's essentially, he's got a new girl he's dating, and she drives up the line, something about, she pulls up, hold on, let me find this, big green tractor, I love Jason Aldean, I really do, here we go, big green tractor lyrics, okay, here, you ready for this, okay, Okay. here we go, uh, if I can read this, okay, uh, she had a shiny little beamer with a rag top down, sitting in the drive, but she wouldn't get out. The dogs were all barking and wagging around. I just laughed and yelled, y'all get in. She had on a new dress, and she curled her hair. She was looking so good not to be somewhere. Said, what do you want to do? Baby, I don't care. We can go to the show, or we can stay right here. And I can take you for a ride on my big green tractor. We can go slow and make it faster. Down through the woods, out to the pasture. Long as I'm with you, it really don't matter. Climb up on my lap and drive if you want to. Girl, you know you got me to hold on to. We can go to town, but baby, if you'd rather, I'd take you for a ride on my big green tractor. Aww. <laughs> hey, learn the, the verse. Just let me, left me, let me dust off the seat. Man, put your pretty little arms around me. Hell yeah. You can climb up on my lap and drive if you want to. Girl, you know you got me to hold on to. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We can go to town or we can go another round on my big green tractor. Okay. That was adorable. <laughs> That's Bill Gates singing to his new girlfriend. <laughs> oh, and by the way, here's this prenup. <laughs> 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 you, know, uh, um, you don't think it takes away from her love if I have you sign a prenup, okay, do, do the, you? <laughs> the smartest woman in the world now says he owns 242,000 acres, mostly in Louisiana and Arkansas. Okay, 242,000 acres doesn't seem like a lot of acres. I guess it is. Um, anyway, um, the smartest woman in the world also said the um, 
the uh, in Missouri, the extra unemployment ended Saturday, um, June third. Um, and it says, she says, you are wrong about crop rotation. That is why subsidies to not farm exist. Well, but, but they don't care. The people who own the property, they don't care about subsidies because they want the money. They want people. Um, and smartest woman in the world also says, who's calling me? I'm not going to answer that phone. Uh, smart, smartest woman in the world also says that if she were rich, she would be a debutante. Yes, she did say that. And, and if you were rich, like when you hung out at Clayton High School, would you want to be a debutante? Did you know any of the girls who were like in Vail Prophet? I'm sure I did. It wasn't my main focus. But there had to be girls you went to school with that were in that. And and wh- how, did, how did you get chosen to be the, the queen? I don't know. That wasn't the group I, ran, I hung out with. The queen of love and beauty. Who'd you hang out with? Were you a stoner? Are you one of the, were you one of the, one of the you know, one of the nerds? Or you were like a jock who were, you know, come on. That was the only people in high school. You know, that it was yesterday, so <laughs> let's not, you know, all my troubles seem so far away. They were uh, yesterday, so you, stop you it. want me to do the lyrics on that one? <laughs> you don't want me to do Big Green Tractor? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, you know, once again. It, you were a jock, weren't you? No, I was not. I was, I was, I, I played sports. I played intramural sports. I, I played, I, you know, once again. I, this is the kind of thing I've told the story before that I love to play baseball. I played baseball since like five or six years old, and I played all you know on organized baseball to I, all all the way up to I was like fifteen or sixteen, and um, I probably could have made the freshman team, and I probably would have never gone farther than that because I wasn't I wasn't good. I was okay, you know. Like I said, I probably could have made the freshman team, uh, but there's no way I would have made the JV team. There's no way I would have made the varsity team. I just wasn't that good you know i could hit and i could field and i could throw but you know on a scale of one to ten i was like maybe a four or five on a good day you know and i knew my limitations we all knew our limitations i wanted to be a cheerleader did you did you really i really did and you never were a cheerleader no why not um because i was in a different cast than they were god Think about it. Think about it. if you knew what you knew today and you could go back to being in high school, would you do things differently? I mean, man. I would do several things differently, yes. I but could, um, With what I know now, I could be the president of the high school. I could be, you know, president of my class because I know all the crazy, stupid things I know now. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's always something going on behind the scenes no matter what it is. And uh, there's definitely something going behind the scenes Yes. I remember a girl in high school who ran for president of our class and got in trouble with the principal because, okay. because <laughs> once again, <laughs> this is high school, okay? She was asking for donations. No, no, no. She was, she was your candidate, not candidate, candidate, C-A-N-D-Y-D-A-T-E, and she bought a great big bag of Hershey Kisses. And she was giving out Hershey kisses to everybody. And she got in trouble for that because she was bribing people to vote for her. She had signs in the <laughs> hall, I'm your candy date. And it had like a little, a little, you know, like a little drawing of a Hershey kiss with a little, the little, you know, thing sticking out, you know, little Hershey's little tab that's sticking out the top of it. And she would walk around school and give out those, those Hershey kisses. Hey, I'm your candy date. Vote for me. And the principals tracked her down and say, I'm sorry, you can't do that. And she had to cancel her campaign because that was her campaign. She was the candy date. I'm thinking to myself, things, some things never change. You know, this year, I had Kamala Harris show up at my house one night uh-huh. with a truckload of White Castles. And she said, Brad, will you vote for me and Joe? And I looked at her and I said, I said, hold on a minute. I said, I'm waiting. It won't work. I said, come on, man. That's what I said to her. Oh, <laughs> I'm like. And then I and then I looked and, her in the eye and I said, I said, and then? before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? And then she looked at me. And she says, "Okay, no white castles for you, and no for you, okay. and none for you, and can, none for you." Can, can I can I say something that that has been bothering me? 
You know, we talked sure. about this last hour. Talked about the deal with the you know the COVID nineteen thing. People are getting more than more than two shots because yes. they're taking advantage of the the things. Now there's all this stuff coming out about all these companies give away. You know, was it what was it? Um, Krispy Kreme was giving away donuts if you came in after you got your shot, you got a free donut. Yeah. Okay. Anheuser Busch is going to be giving away free beer. I didn't think that was legal. In the state of Missouri, I thought that was illegal to give away free alcohol. I don't think you can do that. They do it every day over at the Clydesdale's place. But that's different. That that's because well, how is that different? Because they're the brewery. They can do that. They're giving away samples. It's they're the producer of that product. They're giving away samples. But I don't think you can as a business, I don't think you can say, Hey, come on by today, I'll give you a free bottle of whiskey. I think that's illegal. I don't think you can give away free alcoholic beverages in the state of Missouri. Missouri's got some really weird laws about that. Did you know? Like, for example, I learned this lesson years ago with a company I owned. You cannot, if you're a store, and think about this for a minute, because you're going to laugh when I tell you this, but you've never really put two and two together. If you buy, if you drive by a, a quick trip, there's a sign out by the street that has like what they call a commander board sign. The newer ones are digital. The old ones have the letters right, they stick in right. the little tracks. They'll put like on there like Bush Beer... Eight ninety nine for a six pack. Okay. If that sign were on the side of the building, that's illegal. I remember you telling me that you can't you can't put in in a store an, a sign on the side of the building. You can't put a sign that advertises the price of any alcoholic beverage. Now, if the sign is not attached to the building, if it's sitting out in front of the building, like you know, like a commander board sign, you're like once on you know that's on the you know, the, 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 the sign out by the street, you can do that. But if you have like, if you put a banner up on the side, because, because we literally got in trouble for this. We d- were doing some work for Walgreens years ago and they had us put up a banner on the side of their building, big banner. They got a banner printed up and we put it on the side of their building and they called and say, Hey, we have to take that down. We got in trouble with the liquor commission. Somebody showed up from the liquor commission and said, you can't do that. And I go, what do you mean you can't do that? And they said, well, there's a law against that. You can't put, you can't put an advertisement for a, for a price of any alcoholic beverage on, that's attached to the building. It can be on a sign in front of the building, but it can't be attached to the building. I'm going like, okay, that's weird. You know, all these crazy, stupid laws. For example... There is a lot of crazy, stupid laws. In the city of St. Louis, it is still illegal to drive through an intersection more than five miles an hour. I did not know about that one. Yes. What I did know is you can't change um, lanes in, in the middle of an intersection. Right. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to do that, but you can't drive through an intersection, any intersection in the city of St. Louis for more than five miles an hour because there's a law that went into effect when they had horse and buggies and there were no stop signs <laughs> or traffic lights and people were having accidents. They were smashing in each other with their horses and things like that. And it was because of the fact that you, <laughs> so they put a law in, but they never took the law, took the law off the books. It's still on the books to this day. So if, you know, it's just like, do, you know, do you ever see the, um, the movie uh, Good Will Hunting? Yes. Okay, there's a scene where Matt Damon, the character he plays, is in court, and he starts citing all these cases from like the 1800s. And yes. They're, and they're all correct, but the judge gets aggravated with him because, you know, he said, I can't remember what the judge says. He gets mad at him because, you know, nobody, pay, nobody pays attention to that anymore. It's still law, but yet it's like 150 years old, but nobody pays attention to it. Think of all the crazy uh-huh. laws that are on the books like that. For example, like years ago, years ago, we showed up one day. But aren't they wanting to stop printing and get rid of a lot of the books that we used to yeah, hold but, as sacred? But, but, but you know, like here's, a, here's an example. Years ago, we, when I was at the old KSOQ, one day our boss decided it was a nice day. Let's go broadcast from Forest Park. So we load up the van, put the equipment in the van, go down to Forest Park. We're there 20 minutes, and the St. Louis City police officer comes up and says, hey, sorry, you can't broadcast. What do you mean we can't broadcast? It's, it's Why? a public park. There's a law against against live radio broadcasts in parks in the city of St. Louis. You can't do it without a permit. You have to have a well, permit. Well, doesn't have a problem in St. Charles. Well, but this is St. Louis. This dates back to like the 30s or something like that, when radio stations were showing up in parks and you know thousands of people would show up for a live broadcast and they didn't have a permit. So if we got chased out of Forest Park on a nice spring day because we didn't have a permit to broadcast live from Forest Park. And the cop was good about it. He goes, he says, I could care less, but he says, but somebody called and my sergeant told me to kick those guys out. And he said to us, that's because he's a Casey listener. 
<laughs> you said that? No, no, he said that. He oh, said really? that his okay, sergeant funny. his sergeant called him and said, "Hey, there's there's KSOQ's down in in the park. They're broadcasting <laughs> live. Kick them out. You know, it's against the law." And 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 he said he laughed because he knew that his boss, that the sergeant was a Casey listener. So he got kicked out by a Casey listener. Oh, that is so and funny. Speaking of that, next break we'll talk about the ever es- the ever ending escapades of J.C. Corcoran. Oh, I would love to talk about him. Oh, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. And you know who turned me on to it? Who? Cosmo. Oh. He did. He and I and I went and read the Facebook post last night. It is bizarre. Bizarre, 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 bizarre. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it next hour. Yeah, seven twenty no, we'll talk about it next break. Seven twenty five. Next break. Hour break it's all the West same. Westplex one oh seven point one, the world's shortest uh, shortest uh, song title, X. That's it right there, just X. That's about right. That's it. Okay, 7.35. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. The web address for the radio station is westplex1071.com. Our address for our morning show site is bsinthemorning.show. And you know what? I have to admit that I became very, uh, oh, shall we say, slacking on my job, and I didn't update the uh, um, our, our uh, what do you call it, iPod, our, I, our uh, podcast. Podcasts. I'm having a rough morning, aren't I? podcast you think i got my shot just yesterday uh upgraded my uh i haven't updated the podcast i'm doing that now and I, because mainly because of the fact it's a cool new um ipod uh the uh, i you know the podcasting app from apple it's really it's really cool what makes it so cool they've done it they've totally done it we now have our own homepage on uh, we sort of had a homepage before but now we have we the we have an official homepage on the uh, the uh, iPod or the Apple iPod podcasting site. And to the point, the, what they're doing now, they're going to start doing subscription podcasts. That's what Apple's going to do, where you can put a podcast up there and people can pay to listen to it and then Apple will make sort of part of the money. Anyway, um, yesterday I got it. Does the podcaster get money? Yeah, but it's the same thing like with, it's the same principle they're going to use the same business model that they do for um for the apps in other words if oh, you okay. if you put an app on the apple app store they get a percentage of that so in other words if you put an app on there it's ten dollars i think they get a third so in other words for every one you sell they get three dollars and 33 cents and you get you know you get the six dollars and 66 cents that's the way it works and there are people. Com- huh. Matter of fact, there's a big court case over that right now. The 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 company that does Fortnite, the video game, is suing Apple. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting, it's a bench trial uh, in front of a ju- uh, you know a judge. In other words, there, there there's no jury. The judge is just going to make the decision. And there's people following this testimony, and it's fascinating because Tim Cook, who's the CEO of Apple, she's been grilling him. I mean, like every day I've read some of the transcripts, and it's like, holy cow. And apparently she's really gotten into this because they thought, oh, the judge doesn't know what she's talking about. She's not a computer user. She's not an iPhone user. She's like done her homework on this. And she is like really, really laying into Tim Cook. Why do you do that? Why is that? You know, I mean, it's interesting. Explain why why you would do that. You know, questions like that. And he's like, well, uh, you know, you know, because they're being sued. Let me get back to you on that. Well, the interesting thing is what they're being sued, they're being sued because they say it's a monopoly. That, In other words, that iPhone controls the whole iPhone universe, that Apple controls the whole iPhone universe. And if you want to do anything... It's their product. But once again, it started the deal... God, that's, this is funny. Okay, I shouldn't talk about this, but do, do, was it Ethiopia? Over the weekend, Ethiopia, there's, you know, all these third world countries have all these problems. Ethiopia has this problem. The, the president is like, taking control he's becoming a dictator i think it's ethiopia and he's becoming a dictator and he doesn't like dissent so he turned off twitter in ethiopia so in other words nobody can have twitter if you're like you know in ethiopia you know you you can't have access to twitter it's gone because people were criticizing him and the the people are you ready for this the people at twitter said that having twitter is a human right that everyone should have access to Twitter. So you know who went after Twitter? Who? Trump, because he's been banned from Twitter. And people are going like, okay, Twitter says 
it's terrible in Ethiopia that the president turned off Ethio turned off Twitter in Ethiopia and and I thought you couldn't scrub the internet. Well, but but in China they they in other words they control the internet. The government controls the internet in countries like that. And if they decide I did not know that. Yeah, if they don't want it Twitter on their their, their on their in other words you you if, if you if it's in the country they just turn it off. It's gone. It's no longer there. Matter of fact, there's remember that's a big controversy because because there was a controversy that uh, that Google has to have a special version of Google in China. There's certain things you can't like you can't find things in China. And you know the whole thing. The more you know about the internet, the scarier it gets. The scarier it gets. And just yesterday, it T2. came out. T two. That's all I'm going to say. Well, yesterday it came out that you know the Continental War was it the Continental the Colonial Pipeline. You know the Colonial Pipeline that the hackers from Russia shut down with the uh, you know the, the 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 they put the malware on there, put the ransomware on on, and it shut down the pipeline, and there was no gasoline in the southern states and in the you know the east coast states, the mid Atlantic states. Remember that happened two weeks ago. Yes. The government yesterday came out and said that they hacked into the digital wallet for the the hackers and got like two and a half million dollars of the Bitcoin back. Is that funny or what? <laughs> In other words, the hackers will be the hacked. The hackers got hacked by the government, by the United States government, and they took back the they got into their digital wallet and took their Bitcoin back that they stole from, or didn't they steal, but they extorted from the Colonial Pipeline people. See, once again, that's my that's my thing about like everybody talks about digital currency. We don't have money anymore. If you mm-hmm. got ten thousand dollars in cash in your dresser drawer in your bedroom, unless somebody physically comes into your bedroom and steals your ten thousand dollars cash, or the government comes in and takes it, it's your money. Get what I'm saying? Yes. And nobody can take away. Nobody can take a keystroke and a mouse click and wipe out your account. And the thing that cracks me up about this, the same government that you know it's saying hey you know we want you to use digital currency is the same government that's admitting they can't stop the ransomware people they just you know they can't do it it's impossible they say well it's impossible to do and especially they're all in russia you know and does russia care that there's you know, nothing impossible for the government well but but once again they the, can do anything they want to do that's right it's the golden rule he who has all the gold makes all the rules that's, yes that's the golden rule okay going back to to jc Okay. Yes, I, yes, yes. I, I looked at his Facebook page. Okay. I'm like scratching my head. I don't think I would have this on my Facebook page. His is, here's his bio. Ready for this? Former yes. on air host at WLS AM 890 Chicago. Former afternoon drive host at Camo X St. Louis. Former entertainment editor at Camo V Channel 4. Former entertainment editor at KSDK Channel 5. Former host of the morning showgram on K Hits 96.3. Former host of the Breakfast Club at KSD Radio. Former on-air host at WGN Radio Chicago. Former morning host of KC95. Former weekend host of The Loop in Chicago. Would you put that on your 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 Facebook profile? That you're the former, 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 former of all those things? Well, I think that's the only option you have, isn't well, it? But doesn't that make you sort of look like... That would be like if I if I would say I'm a former, a former uh, weightlifter. I'm a former... You know, um, whatever. I mean, doesn't make it look like okay, like the guy's like bounced around a lot. How come he didn't keep any of those jobs? How come he's been all these different radio stations? How come he, how come he can't keep a job? I to me, it just it just struck me strange. I mean, I don't think I would list all the places I used to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they were significant. Yeah, but to him, to me, it's like you know, yeah, he worked at WLS. You know, hey. Good deal. You worked at GN in Chicago. Great. I'm happy for him. You know, that's the big time. You work at LS in Chicago, that's the big time. GN Chicago, it's the big time. I get that. But I don't think I would be, so, well, you know, once upon a time, that'd be like that'd be like your grandpa saying, Shelly, when I was a young man, I used to do this, and I used to do this, and I used to have a nice car, and I used to have, you know, money, and I used to drive around town and throw $100 bills out of the back of my car. <laughs> And and I used to any girl in town wanted to date me, and and now look at me I'm an old guy and I live in a van down by the river. <laughs> right? I don't think I'd be saying those kind of things. <laughs> so you're saying that he, um, he lives in a van down by the river well, because he's former 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 but, former former. I've said it before. 
I have, tr- and let me tell you right up front, I have tremendous respect for J.C. JC I know Cor- you do. You've always said that. J.C. Corcoran is one of the hardest working guys in the radio business. I mean. And you've always said that as well. I mean, he works his butt off. But the problem is he gets fired because of not what he does on the air. He's weird off the air. He's like, he's like intense. You know, I mean, like t- I told the bizarre story about one day I had a meeting over at the old Gannett headquarters and. Chris Conway, who's no longer with us, sad. You know, I had a meeting with Chris Conway, and we're walking to Chris's office, and we walked by the air studio, and there's this bang, bang, bang. And this was a soundproof studio, and Chris says, hold on a minute. So he opens up the door, and here's J.C. Corcoran on his hands and knees with a hammer beating the daylights out of this cart. Back in the day, each song was on an individual, looked like an 8-track. We plugged these things into a machine, you hit the start button, they played so he's, he's smashing this cart. There's plastic flying up the air. And once again, the door opens. It's the boss. Does J.C. Corcoran, J.C. Corcoran looks up, looks, it's the boss. Does he stop? No, he's just beating the living daylights out of this cart. Plastic flying everywhere. And Chris says to him, J.C., what are you doing? And J.C. looks up and he says, I told the program director that I wasn't going to play Wang Chung, you know, uh, whatever the song was. <laughs> and, I'm, and I told him, and he wouldn't, and he kept telling me to play it. So now I can't play it because I destroyed the cart. And <laughs> Chris Crow closes the door and just shrugs his shoulders and says, hey, that's J.C. You know what J.C.'s like. So anyway, J.C. was working at this station down in, in uh, Jefferson County. And they have a pretty good signal in the South County. Matter of fact, you can pick it up all the way to like... Highway 40. But he doesn't go to the studio anymore. Matter of fact, he doesn't even live in St. Louis anymore. He lives in Florida. Did you know that? He lives in Clearwater, I, Florida. I did not know that. And he remotes into the studio and um, he does his show remotely. He dials into the studio and he controls the studio, uh, you know, the radio station from his house in Clearwater, Florida. Well, apparently, I shouldn't laugh about this because, you know, once again, this is the radio business. Where one of the jokes was you'd walk into the boss's office and he'd say, hey, you know your last show? you go, yeah, that was your last show. You're fired. Bye. Get out of here. I worked for a guy one time that had these little soldiers on his desk and each of the soldiers. <laughs> true story. Little soldiers. Is that the bloody fish, Ted? No, 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 no. No, he, he had these little soldiers and your name was, all the jocks had a name and he had soldiers. And he walked in his office and you got to get fired. He'd go, and he'd, he'd put you down in a chair, and he'd take his little finger, and he'd flick the soldier with your name on it, and he'd go, you're fired. And he'd knock it off the, his desk on the floor, and you were fired. That was how he fired you. He flicked his little finger, and the soldier that had your name on it, boom, rolled off the desk, and you were fired. Anyway, he tries to remote in one morning, and they've changed the password on the computer system, and he can't get in. That's how they fired him. They didn't call him and tell him, Hey, JC, we don't want you on the air anymore. They just changed the access password to the computer system, so we can't log on and go on the air anymore. Well, that's kind of wrong. I agree with him 100%, but he, he posts this long diatribe on Facebook. It must be 15 paragraphs long, you know, and he's talking about the owner because... The, the owner of the station died, and now his son runs. And he's talking about how his son is a, is a fugitive from justice. And, you know, his son is living with some woman because he's broke. And his son is a, a, a drug addict. And, is, you know, I mean, and he's, nam- he's naming the guy. You know, and he goes on and on and on and on. I'm going like, and he's talking about how he, you know, he put his heart and soul into this. And, you know, and how dare, you know, someone take him off the air. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm going like, okay, that's why he gets fired. Yep, I was about ready to uh, fire him myself. About what? About anything. No, I mean, it's, and once again, once again, what he does on the air is good. He's very good on the air. He works. His- he he really is. He's very good at his craft. It's just that his himself gets in the way. I was I was down. This is like once again. I was in the the right place at the wrong time. I was down at the old Y98 studios, down in Market one time, down to drop something off for somebody. And he was on the air, and there were people in the lobby. And he came out, and he starts yelling at the top of his lungs because something happened on the air. And he's mad about it. He's in the lobby yelling, and people are looking at him. Like, and, these, and these two women, they, I don't know, they were there to see somebody, and they're both looking like, I think we might want to get out of here and leave because this guy might go crazy. And he, his face was red. He was, like, mad. He was yelling and screaming. And, you know, his arms were flying around. Ah, can't believe they did that to me. Man. The vein in his forehead was bulging. Right. And I'm going, like, 
I don't know. I mean, once again, if he's going to be back in the studio doing that, okay, that's fine. When you come out during business hours, it was like 9 o'clock in the morning. Office was open. He was on the air till like 10. 9 o'clock in the morning, he was on KSD. And he used to he used to play the sound effects of my old boss, Karen Carroll. He had a sound effect for her that whenever he talked about her, it was like it was like like a monster, like Rah! And he would, you know, like, like, like she was like a, like, like a, a dinosaur or something like that. I'm surprised he didn't go do, 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 and, do, and, do, do, and Karen, do, in her defense, do, 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 I said something to her one time and she went like, oh, it's JC. <laughs> it's JC. You know, yeah, you know, just one of those things you expect. It. It's just JC. I go, that's I, what they say about me. And I said to her, you know I how Shelly Barr is. I said that's to her, just I said, doesn't that bother you? No, it's JC. You know, and then one day he just gets on. Your nerves, and then he gets fired. Anyway, 7.50. Westplex 107.1, that's Shelly's favorite artist, Post Malone. Come on, man. She loves Post Malone. I I actually, he's a very talented man, and I'm sorry that I got confused. I um, I thought he had bad teeth, but instead it was gold and diamonds, so. (laughs) You're still still upset about the fact that that you thought he had rotten teeth and instead it was gold and diamonds on his teeth. Okay. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) A couple things. First off, I won't say who, I won't embarrass the person, but they were saying that I can't stack up to JC. You know why I don't, I can't stack up to JC? No. He has pictures with David Letterman and you don't. Also picture with Chuck Berry and Vanna and Kevin Costner and Sammy Hagar and Stan the Man. I have news for you. Somewhere, I think my brother has them. My pictures of me and Chuck Berry when I had him on the air. I had him. He was my, I did a show with Chuck Berry. Him and I were on the air together. Can you believe that? I do. A long time ago. Okay. Now, here here we go. This is pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> I'm going like, I almost don't believe this. <laughs> this is out of the, uh, where is this from? Philadelphia Inquirer. Philly Naked Bike Ride 2021. It's on August 28th, okay? It's the Naked Bike Ride, okay? Yeah, they have those here. I know, but this is what's funny. You don't need to wear shirts, pants, skirts, or even underwear, but you have to wear a mask. <laughs> And bicycle shoes. <laughs> no, you have to wear a mask. There's something funny about that. It's like, okay, you can have... And see, once again, I, you know, I'm not a prude. You know, if you want to strip down... Matter of fact, remember, somebody that we knew is in the chamber. And they were at the naked bike ride, and all they had was a Speedo on. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? No. Oh, come on, you do know. Tall, tall, tall dude. You know who I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw his picture on the Post-Dispatch, and I said something to him, and he was embarrassed about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, my girlfriend and I went. I go, dude, <laughs> you look good to Speedo. You know, because what's your, what's your line about Speedos? Speedos like spandex are a privilege, not a right. Okay. Here's what I don't, what I'll never understand but about. But that man can wear a pair of Speedos. Okay. But here's what I don't understand about things like this drive me crazy. If I were to get on my bicycle right now, take off of my clothes, and drive around the neighborhood, drive down, you know, up and down the highway, if I jump in my car and and pull my bike out and get on the Katy Trail down in, you know, St. Charles or go, you know, naked on my bicycle in Forest Park, I would probably be in the back of a police explorer probably within about 10 or 15 minutes, don't you think? Yeah. I'd be in handcuffs because that's illegal. But yet, it's okay for the naked bike ride to have no clothes on. I just don't understand that. That's like saying, okay, it's illegal to shoot people, but on Tuesday at 8 o'clock, you can shoot 10 people and it won't be illegal. But at 9 o'clock, it'll be illegal again. So shoot everybody you want between 8 and 9 o'clock, but at 9 o'clock, you can't shoot anybody anymore. It's like, okay, so you're going to waive the law for a specific time, and that's the deal? Anyway, okay. I'm up against the break, and I can't do it anymore. we got to go. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye, everyone. Thanks to our sponsors.